Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the 28th of November, 2022. Explorer Ferdinand Magellan is trying to find a way around South America on his long voyage around the world. On this day in 1520, they passed through the strait that now bears his name on the far southern tip of South America. If you look at a globe and take out Antarctica, there is far more more landmass in the northern hemisphere than the south. The Strait of Magellan lies 53 degrees south, the southern tip of Africa only 34 degrees, making the passage around Africa a pleasure cruise in comparison. William Shakespeare and Anne Hathaway apply for a marriage license in 1582. The bond is 40 pounds sterling, the equivalent of 12,200 pounds today, or almost $15,000. The idea of a marriage bond is strange to us today, but it was posted to assure there were no legal barriers to the couple marrying. Another practice of the time was a ban, B-A-N-N. The minister would post or give notice from the pulpit that a couple planned to marry, and this allowed anyone to develop a legal case. Recall the line we still often use, If anyone objects, speak now. Legal reasons to block a marriage were, either party was underage, was married to another, or were too closely related. Marriage today has become a complete joke with the advent of no-fault divorce. Marriage has become a revolving door. We have substituted infatuation for commitment and call it love. Society has forgotten that children raised in an intact nuclear family are far better developed than the massive blended and broken families we have. Children greatly benefit from observing the differences between a mother and a father. The pattern laid down since the dawn of time is more effective than the self-indulgent mess that society is trying to prop up today. English preacher and author John Bunyan is born near Bedford, England in 1628. Bunyan is best known for the lengthy allegory, Pilgrim's Progress. He was a separatist and spent a number of years in jail for going against the state church. The Royal Society is formed by 12 scholars in 1660. It has little to nothing to do with the royals or high society, but is an intellectual body that promotes science and engineering. There are currently about 1,700 fellows in the society. They use the title Fellow of the Royal Society, or FRS. In the long history of Indians versus the United States, the Treaty of Hopewell is signed between the U.S. and three tribes in the eastern United States in 1785. There were slight different terms between the Cherokee, Choctaw, and Chickasaw tribes. The Cherokee were allowed to send a deputy to Congress if that ever happened or their role is of debate. All three tribes were granted protection by the U.S. and allowed to prosecute under their own terms any white settlers on their agreed-to lands. That provision will not last long. The Times of London installs a new printing press in 1814 that is powered by a steam engine a significant improvement for the time. The press was built by Koning and Bauer. They still build printing presses today, primarily for the security market. A very long study could be made on that subject. Alarmingly, the idea of hard currency is quickly fading. That should strike fear in the hearts of men. When everything you have saved is no more than a digital record, in fact, you have nothing. The first American automobile race runs 54 miles from Chicago's Jackson Park to Evanston. The winner takes about 10 hours. And to think there was no other traffic in 1895. 
but you can bet the roads were not good, nor the cars. On a normal Saturday night in 1925, a mountain fiddler called Uncle Jimmy Thompson sat down in front of a microphone at WSM Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. He played a tune called the Tennessee Wagoner. WSM was an outreach of the National Life Insurance Company and operated from their building in the early days. As a clear channel AM station, at night it would reach a large portion of the U.S. population. The program became a regular, at first known as the Nashville Barn Dance and later the Grand Ole Opry. This past Saturday night was the 5,004th performance. They've not missed a week in 97 years. The U.S. conducts the first successful flight of an Atlas rocket in 1958. Space was on the mind of engineers, but defense was the driving force. The Atlas was the first intercontinental ballistic missile. 1964, the National Security Council recommends that the U.S. adopt a plan to bomb North Vietnam. One year later, President Johnson calls for more countries to get involved in the war effort. Australia, New Zealand, the Philippines, South Korea, and Thailand come to the call. The Mauna Loa volcano on Hawaii's Big Island is doing what volcanoes do this morning, belching ash, steam, and lava. Mauna Loa is the world's largest active volcano and has been napping since 1984. Lava flow has thus far been limited to the summit caldera. The summit is over 13,000 feet, and if lava flows break out, they will move quite fast, as opposed to the nearby 2018 lava flows that took days to reach the ocean. During a 1950 eruption, lava traveled the 15 miles to the ocean in less than three hours. Stay tuned. The 1984 event lasted for nearly three weeks. It's Cyber Monday, and it's not quite as much fun shopping online, but it does have its upside. I've joked with the guys in the brown trucks with the Christmas greetings, and may all your packages be light. I'm not well. Speaking of not well, China is a power keg today. Their response to COVID, which most likely came from their lab, so they have details we're not privileged to, has been to keep their population locked down on near house arrest. That's a really bad plan in the long term. A quick look at doses of vaccine per 100 people shows that China is on the top tier. On average, the folks in China have had 2.4 per person, in line with much of Europe and a bit ahead of the U.S., but they do not have natural immunity as the total number of cases is extremely low. That at first sounds like a victory, but apparently they do not think the vaccines are enough to prevent a widespread. Their lockdowns are prompting street riots. There are serious questions to ask about their approach. It's also worthy to note the Asian countries had a habit of wearing masks well before the rest of the world. China knows more about this than anyone and are notoriously secretive. What do they know or know they don't know? That's history and comment for the 28th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.